Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that chases down an old movie to study it and provide an early warning system for remaking movies. Yeah. So you'll know at least 15 minutes more. With tiny little jack-o'-lanterns. Tiny little jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, we've dealt with the loss that was the Titanic. And then to really drive it home, we dealt with the loss of Bruce Willis. Mm. Now we deal with a little more of a weather-based fury on this episode of our disaster-themed month. With us is head researcher himself, Hassa. I'm going to run in the lab. Okay. You said that so fast, it was like... I'm going to run in the lab. I okay. was just in a lot of wind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And me, wondering where the kick-ass theme song was this week, because we didn't have one. That's true. I'm Chris. The world is a mysterious place, and nothing is as terrifying as the fact that air can just decide it wants to spin like a toddler on crack. It will pick up your house and throw it a few miles away. So we're going to get to a study of Bill Paxton. <laughs> yes, true. In our recasting of the movie Twister. Hmm. So, Twister. May 10th, 1996. Not the game, by the way. Twister the game? Yeah. Not remember Twister? No. Spin the thing. Oh, red, Twister. Red yeah. hand. Yeah. Sorry. Weird. <laughs> okay, anyways. I was thinking to the movie when you said Twister. <laughs> to the movie. Um, yeah, May 10th, 1996, this movie came out. Special effects are definitely dated. So terrible. <laughs> but the fact that they had so many practical effects, like especially in that final scene where they're running away from the F5. Where they're literally dropping stuff in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. And like the fence was wiggling in the wind and stuff like that. Like it all looked very, very good. Like some of it, like the, but the, the wind effects didn't look the right. wind, the tornadoes, they, I don't the know. satellite at the very beginning. Oh my god, that was rough. And then how, going into Earth. Oh, how bad so was rough. that? So rough. Um, I was giggling to myself because I'm like, is this real? Like, <laughs> did they actually think this was good? Yeah, they did. Well, 96 was... like I know, but still. So early CG, right? Still terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I like this movie. Like, this movie is fun and it's entertaining and, like... They they yell a lot, mm -hmm. you know, but it's fun. I liked it, you know. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, audiences and stuff like critics, kind of middle of the road. Um, sixty three percent for critics and fifty eight percent for um audiences. Um. Getting a possible interruption here, but we'll 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 press on. We'll press on. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed rewatching this movie. I can't count how many times I watched this movie on VHS back in the day. This was like a go-to when my family went up to our cabin. Mm -hmm. It was always like Twister and Speed, which I now find out directed by the same dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's why you watch them all the time. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little weird when I when I was looking this movie up, and I'm like, oh hey. Yeah. Same guy. So, Twister, yeah. Speed. He did something else, though. Speed didn't he? Two Cruise Control. Did he actually? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. John Devont. He doesn't get anything. Yeah. Um. So. Hello. Hold on a sec. We will pause. Okay, we're back. Hello. Okay. So you were talking about this movie. You like? Yeah, it. I, I, like I really enjoy this movie too. Yeah. Um, I like bill paxton in this movie but then again we i love bill paxton he's he's the other bruce campbell but he's in more a movies the other bruce campbell he's like 
he's like one of those actors that just show up and he's great, but like he's not an A-list star. Would you call Bill Paxton an A-list star? He's always like the sidekick. Like yeah, this is the first true. movie that I can really think where he was the lead. Yeah, that's true. He's not the lead a lot, and he was he was kind of the co-lead in this one. Helen yes. Hunt was. Helen Hunt was like the big name. Yeah. Which is weird because there's well, a lot of. He's known for. for he's, we'll get to how, what he's known for yeah. later, but like, yeah, none of the movies other than this one. Spoiler alert: He's known for this movie. Hmm. Um, he's the lead in. So yeah, I never even thought about that. Um. I do remember the CGI holding up way better when I was younger. Did not. Um, and there was something that I never really noticed until I started reading the fun facts today. And, like, just the way they had Helen Hunt's character, just rewatching it this time was weird. Because okay. I was like, I don't get her character. And then I started reading the fun facts. I'm like, I get her character now. Well, why they didn't have it. Why don't we have Chris's fun facts then? Chris's fun facts on Twister. Yeah. Yeah. One day we'll have actual music, but who who knows? <laughs> Season five. Season five. <laughs> um, okay, so number one, fun fact. In a public Q&A at a screening of the film, Bill Paxton said he didn't meet executive producer Steven Spielberg until a year and a half after finishing the movie. He said Spielberg greeted him with, thanks for making me a lot of money. <laughs> that sounds like something Spielberg would say. Yeah. Uh, the explosion of the oil tanker was originally mistimed and was not caught on film. Oh. Uh, the director decided not to tell the studio immediately, and the stunt was reset and filmed again, costing a rumored $500,000. Wow. Uh, the film was shot as an R-rated film that was featuring profanity and grislier wounds. Um, details. This film was edited down to a PG-13 in post-production, which caused additional scenes with uh, Carrie and Philip Seymour Hoffman to be left on the cutting room floor mm -hmm. due to the content alone. I could, I could see, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other profanities throughout the film were muted or replaced to secure the PG-13 rating. Okay, hmm. this is the one I was talking about. Um, so the opening scene featuring Joe as a child wasn't in the film's original cut. Instead, a nightmare sequence was shot with an adult Joe flash. Oh, I can't speak. Adult Joe flashing back several times to her traumatic childhood experiences, as well as multiple moments where Joe sees hallucinations of her dead father. One such scene would have shown Joe being visited by her dad, who gives her the strength and motivation to take on the final tornado. Stupid. Mm -hmm. um, these scenes were cut because the director felt they took away from the overall feel of the movie. However, he also felt the film was missing something when these scenes were removed. So he compensated by going back through reshoots and filming a full sequence that showed the entire event. Which makes sense why she stares at the freaking tornadoes every time. Yeah. And like just is fixated because I'm guessing she was supposed to see shit. Mm -hmm. Which I, you know, I always just read it as like this is something she is like obsessed getting in, with. Yeah. Like she because like she clearly blames tornadoes for her dad's death. But, like, tornadoes mm -hmm. in general, which is why she wants to understand them, right? Well, it's not kind of a Moby Dick thing. Like, yeah. seriously, you're, you're blaming a wind. Yeah. yeah. No, tornadoes don't just come after you. At least with Moby Dick, it was a singular whale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. This is a singular F5 tornado. Not like, oh, Ahab wasn't mean like, I hate all whales. <laughs> <laughs> this day forward, they're all dead. <laughs> what about porpoises? Shut yeah. up, Frank. 
You're the only weird named one here. <laughs> All right. Last, last but not least. So Jonas is vilified for selling out to corporate sponsors, which is ironic, considering Pepsi's very prominent product placement. Yeah. When the team is making the wings for the sensors, all the cans are Pepsi products. Mm-hmm. And almost all the shots showing the Doppler. Did you notice this? Yeah. Uh, the colors spiral inwards and morph into the Pepsi symbol. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. I noticed it after reading this. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, that's yeah. totally visible. But I noticed all the Pepsi cans and everything around anyway. Like, especially in yeah. Dusty's whatever that oh, thing yeah. is he drives around. His, like, school bus. School bus. Yeah. Last, not really a fun fact, and I don't have it down here, but just facts on tornadoes. There are the categories they use were correct. The F1 to 5. The Fujita scale. The Fujita scale. However, the Fujita scale would not have been known in 1960-whatever this film starts at. Even though the opening broadcaster totally says it's an F5 coming, mm-hmm. they did not have that. Um, there has been one F6 in the U.S. in 1999. Jesus. But it's kind of debated. They actually won't call it an F6. They always call it an F5. But apparently it's a strong it, is, it is a very strong <laughs> F, F5. And it was in 99. Okay. Interesting. I bring that up because it will come to my changes. <laughs> ah. Okay. Well, do you want to do that now? I guess. Oh, sorry. It's going to take us a while to get through this cast Well, before, this, you, so. before you do that, because you brought up the... Um, Vegeta scale? No, the tanker The Vegeta trailer, scale? The tanker... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> so the budget of this movie was $92 million. Uh, Yep. It... Uh, Overall, made $494 million. So it almost made 500 mil. So it did pretty good. I do remember it being very... Yeah. Yeah, so... Very it, well. It opened with $41 million, So it almost made half its budget back in opening one. weekend. Yeah. So... Yeah, I remember this being a big thing when it came out. Um, like, it was weird because it was just a movie about weather... Like and it wasn't billed as like scary. I don't remember it being billed as a Steven Spielberg thing, um, though. Because I, I was surprised when I saw Amblin Entertainment when yeah. when I when it first opened. I'm like, oh well, that makes sense. And then knowing that, listening to the music, okay, this makes sense because it's very adventury, mm-hmm. like Minority Report was. It wasn't directed by him, but like it was produced. He, you know, it had it had a had his feel. It had it. his thumbprint on it, like you could tell. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I enjoyed it. The only thing, like, I really made me question a couple things. I've never been in a tornado. I have been in tornado warnings. When mm-hmm. I visited my mom in Nashville, literally, you could hear the tornado warning. A couple times, actually. We had to go to undergrounds. Um, that was a couple years back. But, like, the tornadoes just kind of, like, come down, destroy a whole bunch of stuff, and then just, like, disappear, and the weather gets great. I'm like, I don't know. I think that's actually how it happens. I just... Because, like, hurricanes do that, too. Yeah. Like, eventually, a hurricane will just run out of energy, and when it runs out of energy, it just kind of disappears. Dies, the yeah. skies turn blue, and everything's happy, and you're like, meh, weird. Yeah. They yeah. must have filmed some of this, though, like, during tornado season in that area, because, like, some of the sky shots in this movie, mm. like, look like storm sky shots. So. And something that... I, and it, it's something they couldn't do back then with CGI and stuff no. like that, right? So. And one of the scenes that still bugs me to this day, and I remember it kind of being weird watching it a couple years back and wondering why they didn't care. So the scene when they're driving in between, like, the two lakes or whatever, 
And they're like, oh no, the Twister split into two. We have sisters. sisters. Yeah. And they're like contemplating all the crap over there. There's one on their right that yeah. they don't even acknowledge. Yeah. And then when they get when they when they're getting spun, there's three yeah. of them. But they yeah. don't even like look at that no, one. No, they don't. And they don't acknowledge it. And you're like, you already have two. You're already in the middle of it. <laughs> what is going on? Well, the thing is, like, it was a, it was a uh, what's it called? It was CGI tornado. Yeah. So they could have been adding that and being like, oh, they're they're asking for two tornadoes in this scene. Yeah. And no, no, we wanted two to split, and then and then like, oh, okay, we'll get this one to split, and they just never yeah. thought about taking the other one out. <laughs> And I still love my favorite fun fact that is not from this movie, but is from one of my favorite X-Men movies. I was just going to talk about it. The X-Men 2 yeah. shot where they have more tornadoes in the one scene than I they loved, had in the whole movie of Twister. I loved how that was part of the, like, the marketing for that movie. It's like, this, this one shot's got more Twisters than Twister. And it's just like, <laughs> that was in 2003. <laughs> this was eight, no, seven years <laughs> later. Later, like... The fact that we were still talking about Twister seven years later, right? Well, whenever you have any hurricane, tornado movie, yeah. it's there always Twister. There aren't that many tornado movies, though. Exactly. So we only ever talk about the one that actually made a lot of money. Tornado. Sharknado. <laughs> you realize that if we're recasting a tornado movie, it's going to be compared to Sharknado, right? Uh, unfortunately. So, just Googling movies about tornadoes popular movies about tornadoes twister into the storm twister the day after tomorrow which wasn't about tornadoes mm, it started with tornadoes though Did it? it was three massive tornadoes that pulled down the atmosphere which is why it cooled the earth yeah i don't remember that something called 13 minutes sure sharknado yeah wizard of oz okay gauze the great and powerful <laughs> okay sharknado 2 yep sharknado 3 Keep going. Sharknado 4, Sharknado 5, The Perfect Storm. That wasn't really about tornadoes, though, was it? That was just about bad weather. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Max Steel. Okay. <laughs> Something called Take Shelter, Robert Redford's All is Lost, and Emerald City, which just looks like... It's Wizard probably about the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So, maybe, maybe when they got... Ooh, there's one called Christmas Twister. Oh, <laughs> It's got a nice little star on top and spins. So basically, you're either talking about Bill Paxton, um, Dorothy, or Shark sharks. Data. Yeah. That's what you got in your tornadoes at this point. Oof. Christmas Twister looks like a rough film. We're doing it at Christmas time. <laughs> this year, we're doing Christmas Twister. On Christmas Day, the Texas area of southwest Fort Worth is struck by a massive storm system sprouting several severe tornadoes hmm. but it stars casper van dien hmm. from uh starship troopers oh yeah okay well that's a, and this was in 2012 that's, that's a gem <laughs> this was in 2012 <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, okay how, how are we changing this yeah what are we changing so do you want to go into that because you started talking about it Already? Yeah. Well, because... Well, so, before you do, one of the things I wanted to bring up, because mm -hmm. me and Danielle were talking about this while we were watching it, tornado season, mm -hmm. quote-unquote, is from May mm -hmm. to early June. So, it's like five weeks. 
It's like it's just funny to think that these people's lives are super super adventurous for six, five to six weeks out of the year, and the rest of the year they're just gathering data. Probably it's just yeah. data. Like, well, so that's what I wanted to do because, like, this is like you said, it, they're storm chasers, so they're only out when there's storms, storms right? Um, and because we had such a large crew of people, so basically, because some of them are wearing like university of whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you're doing them as like, they're not part of any government funding or they're just out doing it for a university. And so some of the people are a little younger, but then you're going to have these older veterans and whatnot. Um, I wanted to, because of what I was reading about the Fujita scale, um, I wanted to set it in 99 where they have the, like the huge one. The one that they basically are like... Yeah, but you could have just done it. It's a movie. I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> I also didn't want to set it in the future because I just... Also I feel like we have... Set it in the now. No, even setting it now, I feel like... I mean, storm chasing is a big thing. Yeah. I it's did huge. contemplate doing the whole, this is a documentary group, hmm. right? Shooting for Nat Geo or Discovery and being like, this is a giant tornado. Um, but I like the, I know we always talk about nostalgia, but I like the idea of ha them having older technology to try to work with and trying to figure out. Cause I like the idea of the sensors actually being these like round balls are going to throw in there. I don't really understand how that was supposed to work. Cause it just seemed like they released before it got picked up. So why would you just not throw them in there? I don't, I don't understand that part very well. It needed to get picked up, but it didn't like, I don't know. Anyways, um, huh. and then I'm changing a couple of the, not the characters. I mean, most of the characters will be changed because of who's playing them. Um, and we'll talk about Meg, the aunt. Basically, so, I chose an older person who's, so it's going to be grandma. For my entire life, mm -hmm. up until the watching this movie and doing this, I thought her name was May. I did too. Could have sworn her name was May. <laughs> I could have. I, I will give you that. I thought it was May. And then when you put Meg, I'm like, who's Meg? <laughs> and then I looked at it at IMDb and I'm like, oh, oh. Also, when I was younger, for some reason, I always thought that was her mom. No, it's her aunt. But then rewatching it, yeah. yeah, it's her aunt. So, um, yeah. Like a few of these I'll just change and whatnot, but. I still, I still kind of like the idea. I want Jonas to be way more of a dick and really have that, like the corporate sponsorship, like just have like those jackets, like a bomber jacket with like Pepsi along the back. Cause we're going to stick with Pepsi apparently. Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> it's sure. a drink people. <laughs> I really wanted to do Mountain Dew just so they could be like to the extreme <laughs> and then just have Bill there going, they stole my catchphrase. <laughs> This is bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to punch you again. <laughs> yeah. No, he just like flicks his hat off. He doesn't punch him. No, I know. I thought he punched him. <laughs> I thought he did too. <laughs> this movie does not like recall very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I want, I want Jonas to be definitely more of an ass. Um, I like the fact that like the first two, three times he follows them mm -hmm. and does that. And then the third, like the last time was like, it doesn't make sense where he's like, Hey, they're turning. Should we follow? Negative. Like, 
why not every time they've gotten it right, you've gotten it wrong? Yeah. Like, I want either that or I want it to be one time just, like, almost having it successful and then it disappears. Mm -hmm. Like, I want him to be, like, almost there so he can be even more cocky for the last one and then he goes. 100% agree. I think the fact that they never even tried to launch one Mm -hmm. was a mistake. They should have tried to launch one as well and it didn't work. Right. And that's what it should be. It should be like they get so close to it and they can have like one or two that goes off, like just gets picked up and then they like drops. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, ha ha, look. And that's how they should figure out that like it's either too light or the balls or the sensors Mm -hmm. need something to take it off. Like it shouldn't just be like, hey, seeing them spilled on the ground, they're not going to work. Yeah. We need propel. Like I want it to be like, no shit. We just saw what they did. And realize that we need to fix ours like yeah. that's how i wanted it to change because yeah. yeah i agree i think there's probably a lot more that maybe we just never saw and got cut because like the thing is like they they tell them that they have to they right before they die they're like you mm-hmm. have to anchor it to the ground mm-hmm. right that should that should be a thing because of what what they do theirs gets tossed and it doesn't work mm-hmm. they're like oh hey we need to anchor it then they anchor it and it still doesn't pick yeah. it up Right, the things are a little too light. They just kind of get tossed around the bottom. Yeah, it just, right? just spins and throws them off. And like that's something they could have in this this computer. like, hey, they're working, but they're <laughs> only getting spun around the bottom. We're not getting great readings. We have a, we, we need have... to get them up inside the tornado. It's like, oh, we got some readings and nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you need to get into the core to yeah. get it into the and center. See, like, I really do like the fact that they get the idea from May. Sorry, Meg's sculptures though shut up meg <laughs> though the one thing i thought when when like when the tornado was coming for Whitaker, yeah sure whatever um was like god it'd be so annoying to be her neighbor because like all those sculptures made noise in the wind yeah like i know they are designed to be a warning system for her but like her neighbors don't know that they're just annoying in the wind it's like the wind chime lady but times a hundred shut those things up shut up meg i can't (laughs) why do you live in this town your dog is cute can i pet it it's just a golden retriever i know it was moses or moses yeah it was like save Mose. i was like you better goddamn save (laughs) Mose. but there's there's still one line that always gets me when alan ruck alan ruck did i have that right Yes, Alan Ruck. The guy that plays Rabbit. Yeah, who is from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No. When, when she goes, nonsense, I'll drive myself. Honey, your car is in a tree around the corner. Oh. It's just <laughs> so matter of fact, it is just like perfect. Like, this was a great line reading. <laughs> yeah, so. I like, I, I really like the way they did that. And that's what I think made this movie really good. Like, the relationship, like, that team has. Yeah. And then, like, even with Meg, like, they just show up at her place. She cooks them this huge breakfast. <laughs> Did you see my cows outside? No. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I love you, Meg. <laughs> like, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is yeah. just great. It's like, she gives them a huge bag of meat. <laughs> For the road. <laughs> and then, it's like, what, uh, what's her name? The, the girlfriend? Uh, Melissa? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like. It's really nice. It's really nice. You better run. <laughs> you gotta run. You're gonna be left behind. So. Ah, uh, yes. Any more changes? Um, no. I mean, you're definitely, with now the technology we have and everything, you're gonna make these things 
Well, I was thinking that too. Like, imagine how good we can make the sky and the storms look with the technology, how the CGI technology we have. Just imagine how like with particle effects horrifying and everything like we that. could make a giant tornado look. So and... that's one of my changes. So one of the things I always felt this movie didn't do well enough was, which and they do well, but they don't do well enough is make you fear the tornadoes. Yeah, the, the, like... they they seem to try near the end, but they don't quite do it. Like one of the one of the shots that I always thought should have been better was the shot of the tornado behind the movie, movie screen. Theater? Yeah. Because like you see it, you, you don't see it and you hear it and then it just kind of shows up and then lightning illuminates it. It should have been in the darkness and the lightning strikes and that's what illuminates it. That's how you see it the first time is with a lightning strike illumination. But it should have been right? like, yeah. Like... It's like, it's like a, you, you want it to be like a, st- like a not a stalker, um, a slasher. Yeah. Like, oh shit, he's in the shadows. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> I always thought they should have done it where, you know, they're talking and you can see the background. And, you know, they're at the movie theater and you can mm-hmm. see, like, stars and everything in the backgrounds or whatnot. Like, yeah. But it should just get start to getting, like, darker and darker. And then it's like they kind of just look. And then you're right. It, like, flashes and it's just there. And it yeah. be, it's just dark because yeah. suddenly there's a tornado. Yeah. And right because, like, the, the whole thing about what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a better warning system for mm-hmm. tornadoes. And, like, because. You know, from what I've been reading is, yeah, they can literally just show up. That's what makes them terrifying. Like, a storm will be there, kind of, but mm-hmm. then within 10 or 15 minutes, a storm can brew and a tornado can be hitting a town yep. without any kind of warning. Again. So. I wasn't joking in the opening No, no I know, thing. but like, like this, is, this is terrifying. Yeah. Like, and I think Although sh- we're in mountains, so. Yeah, we've had like, what, one tornado here? Maybe we're, two. We're not a tornado yeah. zone. We're so. a, we're an earthquake zone. Yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> we didn't do an earthquake movie. <laughs> Next week, volcano. Still. Technically, we're in a volcano zone. Yeah, because Baker is a volcano. Baker's pretty close. Yeah. It'll explode one day. Anyway, um, we'll talk about that next week. Yes. Um, what? A <laughs> couple of the changes I want to make is first and foremost is I want to make this a six-part miniseries. Mm. Um, I think there's enough storytelling and enough personal stories within the group to tell mm-hmm. to make this sp- spanned over a longer period of time. Um, even if they still want to play, like do it like this is a week. Yeah, because this it takes over 24 hours. Yeah. Which I also did not get one until I read it yeah. later. And it's like, this is a 24-hour period. And, I'm like, and the, the other thing I want to change is like they're there for for joe to sign the papers and then that should literally be the first thing they do right and then he should just want to go with them and melissa should be like yeah of course let's go let's go let's come on i want to see sounds exciting i want to see what you do yeah and throughout the movie she gets more and more into it because i do not want him getting back with Joe. joe that is not something i want to happen i want this relationship to be completely over Hmm. Right, and I want her and Dusty to be like, yeah, at the end, like screaming that they got the they got the readings and they are super happy, and you know him him to come back to her and you know all hmm. that stuff, right? Because um, I, I do, I mean, I, I like keep going. literally the hours, mm-hmm. hours after he didn't get he wasn't engaged anymore, he was making out with his ex wife. Yes. Well, That's I mean, such a callous thing to do, and it, like it is a very '90s thing, right? Yeah. It's like no, and even Melissa when she leaves, she's like, "I don't even feel broken up." Yeah, she's like, "I don't feel it." What does that tell you? And then she leaves. I, I'll give you that. I don't think 
Bill and Joe should get together at the end. But I'm going to do it this way, just to play a little differently. I'm going to do, she wants to join, kind of joins, kind of gets into it, but not close enough. Like, she's not. Well, that's why I want her with Dusty. I don't want her yeah. in, like, the, the big. I don't. But want I her want her like to get into the, into the truck with him because she gets, yeah. you know, like, no, that's it. I have to be with you. And get into the middle of one of those and get so batshit well, scared. She's part of the triple one, right? Yeah. She's part in the truck when they get spun, right? So. But I want it to be like worse. Like I want yeah. it to be the one where it's like hail. Like I want it to be almost the one where they're in the middle of the road on the hill. Oh uh, yeah. And like, he's telling her no, we gotta go. And like, yeah. and I want basically Melissa to be like, I can't. Like no. Yeah. I'll I, see you back in I'm, California. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with Dusty. <laughs> like yeah. I'll stay back here. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah. I mean, I just but think... I do like. Sorry, I was gonna no, say. Okay. I do like the fact that like Melissa's on the phone with her clients and like I gotta go. We got cows. cows. <laughs> just, just like, yeah. trying to do it so professionally, and you're just like ah. Oh. But like something I even remember this back then, like cow, um, cow again. The, the stigma, the jokes about her being a psychiatrist. Yeah. And like how that should be sh- like shunned. <laughs> it's like, like. Well, that was also the '90s. Again, no, I know we like, didn't talk about. I mean, like, I remember it being. I remember even that being weird back then. But yeah, but yeah, that's how I, I want this to go. Like, I wanted it to be. <laughs> but she was a sexual. Yeah, she was a, a reproductive therapist. Reproductive therapist. Yeah. She's not only into you because you're because of your penis. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> most some of your penis. She, she did marry <laughs> yeah. you for yeah. some of it. Yes. Uh, the other major change is. Um, um, What's his name? Jonas's group. Yeah. Uh, since I'm setting this in my now, they are part of a reality TV show. I like that. That is why um, they have the funding. That is why they have the high-tech gear. That is why they have the cameras following them, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They are... It gives them terrible, terrible storm chaser... Um, um, I was looking up to make sure that my Melissa and my Bill were around the same age. <laughs> uh, the Storm Chaser name. Obviously, you can't do Storm Chaser because that was actually a show. It was also... A, um, oh, no. It wasn't Storm Chaser. Storm Chaser was the, was the group of people in The Boys. The Storm it? Chasers? Yeah. You know, I remember... What's her name? Stormfront? Stormfront, yeah. The Nazi? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Her, 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 her like, followers were called yeah. Storm Chasers. That's right. Um, but one of the things I want them to have is I want them to be driving around in one of the tornado vehicles that you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Google tornado chasing vehicles. They're like little tanks. They're kind of cool looking. Well, they um, have to be. Yeah. Um, you can't drive a Ram 150 or whatever he was <laughs> into a tornado. Yeah. And um, But I want them to be all technology, and I still want our group to not. Yeah. They do it by feeling. Bill is all about feeling, so is... So is Joe, and like especially Rabbit and Rabbit's Dustin, uh, no friend Alan. Alan. I want them to be all like, no, we are using paper maps, and yeah. we are going to every town and getting new maps, because like every every month a new road gets formed or at a field somewhere, and they put it on a map that doesn't go on a GPS system. Well, I was gonna say, right? the easiest way to do it is as the other group is driving, the GPS goes down. They yeah. can't find the satellite. Something's wrong. It's like, what's going on? Or, or even this, like, you know, have the driver like they, they turn. It's like, but that, that road wasn't on our map. That road's it's not. It's not on GPS, so we didn't know it was there. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he has like an old, old timey map, and he's yeah. like, yeah, you gotta go down this way. Right. 
And it should be even like like you should see even the background like talking to farmers mm-hmm. and when they're in towns being like getting maps and like just like has this map out. Oh, and yeah, he's we like, got well, a new, we got a new road here. We got next to the creek. I built it. <laughs> well, no, like, I built hey. a ditch here. Well, no, it can literally be like, hey, we dammed yeah. this creek over here, so this creek bed now goes through yeah. here, and it's a dry creek bed, which could be like. Like, I really do want it to be like that. Like, I really I really liked the Bill one in the first one where he's just like standing outside, he's checking it, he's looking. Dusty is it Dusty comes out, he's like, Yeah, we gotta go or something and then <laughs> just like go. Yeah. But like the fact that Jonas is like sitting there like, you know, how do you well look at this, look at this He's like, Oh, he's just waiting for them to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was fun too. But I do like the fact that it's like Bill is like feels it and yeah. has all that. Yeah. So. And I and I really do like it, I don't obviously want it to be like supernatural or anything like that, but I do want it to be like they've been doing this for so long. They grew up in this area, like they know these things, mm-hmm. right? Whereas Jonas and his group are just I... just TV people from California who are trying to make a buck, right? When we get to Jonas, I'll talk a little bit more about him. But I actually did not make Jonas a American. Uh, neither did I actually. I made him from another country. <laughs> Yeah. We'll talk about it when we get there. Can he do a British accent? Probably, but that's not the country I chose. <laughs> well, because Carrie always oh, the okay, Robin yes. who can do the British accent. <laughs> and we'll talk about Carrie when we get to him too, because that is yeah. probably the best Robin Hood. Um, I lost. I'm not supposed to lose. Let me see the script. Yeah, yeah, he gets that's another shot. Good. Sorry. My upstairs smoke detector just told me that it wasn't functioning anymore. Oh. Technology. <laughs> it says it's off. Feed me batteries. It says it's offline. <laughs> so if the smoke detector goes off in a minute, we know why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I really do think having um, having Jonas be part of like a, um, a storm chaser type TV show would yeah. be fun and all that stuff. And I really want it to be like a shitty name. Like a really stupid name. <laughs> like like the Tornay Bros or something like that. Like a really Welcome to Tornade Bros. Like a really bad um, we, Yeah. Right, we no. get you pumped up in the middle of a tornado. I gotta I gotta take this phone call. Sorry. Okay, now that hopefully my house won't burn down. Um And Tornade Bros. <laughs> Tornade Bros. Yeah. We're keeping that name by the way. It's Tornade Bros. <laughs> Yeah, because I want it to be stupid. I, I want know. them to, to be a not like a joke joke, but like I want them to be. Well, we got to be personalities, yeah, right? Yeah. If they're on a TV show, so he's not in it for the science. He's in it for the fame. He's in it for the glory and yeah. fame. Should we get to and the, the adrenaline? Like he can he can be in it for the adrenaline too, right? So anyway, okay, yes, so let's get to the um, let's get to the director John Dupont. Dupont. Um, or John John Dupont or whatever. Mm. Um, he Watched has. Him over a chasm that didn't make any sense physically. He has directed six movies. Uh, Speed, Twister, two movies that we have done. Yep. Speed 2, Cruise Control. Boom. The Haunting. With Liam Neeson and Owen Wilson. Is that that weird one about like insomniacs? Yes. I feel like I've seen that one, but I have no idea how that movie actually was. The again. better version of that story is The Haunting of Hill House yeah. on Netflix. Great horror series, unbelievably great horror series. I wonder if they're the same thing, same story. It's yeah. the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. So the second one. 
Mm. Um, and then Boom and Topper, Safari Hunters. Yeah, this guy has a weird career. <laughs> like, think about it. No. Speed and Twister were, were huge Big. movies. The other ones, I don't really know. Like, The Haunting, I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. The Haunting did well for its time. Yeah. I just don't really remember it. It, it like had like I'm gonna click on it. It had some pretty big actors in it. Yeah. Like I said, like Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, Captain Zeta Jones. That's who I was trying um, to Owen Wilson, Lily Taylor, um Bruce Dern was in that movie. Wow. Oh hey, Tom Field. But then you you like <laughs> was in that was in that movie. He is also in this movie. Yeah. Um But yeah, like oh. you, you how do you go from Twister and that to Basically nothing. Like even Laura Croft, you don't know. Is... Maybe he's a dick. He could be. Like, because like, but he's also uh, <clears throat> he has sixty-five cinematographer credits under his belt. Yeah, maybe he's just a cinematographer. So and like good, he has better movies. Mm-hmm. Die Hard. He was a cinematographer for The Hunt for Red October, um, Lethal Weapon Three, Basic Instinct. Like he was a good cinematographer. So. so maybe it's just one of those ones where it's like maybe as a director he or maybe he just did not like being a director yeah. after a couple of those like just realized like I don't want to deal with the dicks that are actors maybe so like you Bill Paxton no I'm joking no one tell him he's dead I know <laughs> don't oh, tell Bill. Bill's ghost anyway uh, one of the fun facts I didn't mention is um, the actual actual storm chasers. When Bill Paxton died, they uh, went out and on the GPS we were able to spell BP for him, oh, which they don't sweet. normally do for non-storm chasers, but they did it for him. So weird thing. We got a lot of weird things. So. Did you know that GPS all over the planet mm-hmm. is one run by one team of Marines, I think, in a base. In the States, and it's like 14 people. No, I did not. <laughs> I didn't know there's like eight people that hold keys <laughs> to restart the internet if it ever goes down. Yeah. But like for GPS, GPS is free. Yeah. Any, anything can connect to the GPS. And like it is run by the U.S. government, not by the U.S. government, by the military. Like it is like a straight up military thing. And like this is, mm-hmm. it's it's just, it was a... Um, there's a Netflix show called The G Word, um, hosted by Adam Conover, and it's a great all about like the the little things in government and the little things in life that you mm-hmm. don't you really think about, and it's just like it's crazy that it's just ten kids straight out of college in this army base somewhere, <laughs> like running. How many things on your phone use GPS? Everything. Yeah, your phone itself <laughs> just uses GPS. Yeah, like so. it wants to know where I am. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's talk about Meg. Meg! I like Shut Meg. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> uh, played by Lois Smith. What is Lois oh, Smith known we're for? We're not going to do this for everybody, are we? Everybody. There's like 14, 13 people. We technically could have recasted her once before. I think <sighs> you might have recasted her, actually. I don't remember. She was Dr. Iris Hiddenman in Minority Report. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A movie produced by John DeBond. <laughs> yeah, I think I did mm-hmm. recast her. Yeah. She was also she's also known for this movie, Lady Bird and the Nice Guys. The Nice Guys with Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow and oh, I never yeah. saw that one. 
Danielle does, did, and she really liked it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Who's your Meg? I'll go first because mine's a little weird. So when I was watching this movie, mm-hmm. I thought, let's get this particular actress. I'm not going to say it just in case you picked her. And I looked her up. Wasn't quite as old as I wanted. No, so no, I, I picked, wasn't old. I picked the next best thing for that actress, and I picked Diane Keaton. Close. Um, so I'm like, okay, I don't know how to spell Diane Keaton. I'll look Diane Keaton up. So IMDb, Diane Keaton, and guess what is on the cover of her page? A new movie she's in called Mac and Rita. Guess who's in Mac and Rita with her? Helen Hunt? Nope. This character. Lois Smith. Really? <laughs> okay. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do it. Because it was, it, I had picked it before that, and I'm like, I'm just, this, this is just a fun coincidence. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. I love Diane Keaton. Mm. Um, I think we've recasted her once before. Possibly. Um, uh, the first Wise Club. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, she, every time I see her in a movie, she is outstanding. She's so funny. She's, her timing is great. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. she is the. Uh, she, she's your Meg? She is my Meg. Yeah. So Mila Kunis isn't Meg? <laughs> no, I picked Lacey Chabert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Who was the other person you were thinking of that you weren't going to say? Oh, um, Diane Lane. Oh, no. Yeah. Who, I, went, who I was, went. Who was Clark Kent's mom. Yeah. Right? And that was why I wanted her, right? Because she did. I really thought in that Kevin Costner and her were great Kents. I thought they were an amazing, amazing Kent. No, we're not getting into this conversation because it was stupid of but, the Kents to die. Yes, 100%. But he did die in a tornado. Well, that <laughs> Superman could have saved him from. 100%. Um, and yeah. Anyways, I went with Kathy Bates. She's much older. Yeah, she's like 90-something. I know. <laughs> but she has She doesn't look it, though. No, and she has that personality and... I, that's why I changed it from like an aunt to like grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, we but talked she, about her recently, didn't we? Yeah, I think you didn't you cast her for something. Did I cast her, or did we? Or did we have her? Oh, she was in Titanic. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Ka- Kathy Bates is just phenomenal. And I love I love Kathy Bates when she plays this like big like character. Yeah. Um, even when she was on The Office for a while, like yes, yeah, she was on The Office. I know, but like. I just, that's what I want from her. Like, I want her to be, like, the super friendly older lady who's just, like, all these people come in her house, and that's what she does. She has them all over. Mm-hmm. Right? I would probably say she probably lives out of town a little ways because of all the noise, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Next on the list. Uh, next on the list is our Melissa, mm-hmm. Jamie Gertz, who... um. I do not know anything from her, so... See, just... so I had her... So I listened to a podcast, kind of funny podcast, and there's mm-hmm. a guy on it who was in his 40s, mm-hmm. um, man named Nick Scarpino, loves the 80s, and he loves a particular movie, and he always talks about this actress, and I never knew why until right this second. She was in The Lost Boys, which is such an essential 80s movie. Who was she in The Lost she Boys? She was Star... I have, yeah. She's in I'm the picture looking. on the cover of the Lost Boys. 
hugging Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. So she's pretty big. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look this up while (laughs) we're talking, but like, okay. Yeah. So like I, that makes sense to me now why he constantly mentions her as, as like a sex symbol from the eighties. Cause I had, yeah, she was too. Yeah. I, I never had any idea who this lady was. No, I was, yeah, I would not have been able to guess that. Yeah. Anyway, she's known for this lost boys still standing and 16 candles. John Hughes classic. The John Hughes classic. So, yeah. who is your Jamie Gertz, Melissa? I I went with Anna Paquin. Okay. A little weird. I, I always s- forget about her. I haven't seen her in a while, and not since True, True Blood. But True Blood kind yeah. of brought it back for me because it was kind of the accent. Mm-hmm. Even though we won't talk about X Men, but hey, X Men again, yeah. <laughs> X Men too. Um, hey, they lo- every like there are multiple characters in that <laughs> franchise that lost their accents after the first movie. I know, <laughs> but like she could play that fieriness that was like the same kind of character here. Like she can play that. Like I'm I, trying to be supportive, but I, I'm like I never watched her in True Blood. Obviously, people loved it for years. Yeah, and, and then it just got weird, stupid. But it was on HBO when HBO wasn't accessible to everybody, too, yeah. right? So we have a couple of the seasons, I think, on dvd somewhere mm-hmm. um but like she was she was a great actress like i never minded her she just wasn't the right rogue we always talk about that i just always forget about her because yeah. obviously i never watched true, true blood, blood. but she was hasn't... such a huge part of her career but i remember her from far away home yeah when the she one. was really really young when she with the with the flying geese yep she won. She got nominated for an Oscar for that, and was like one of the youngest people in history. And then, yeah, for the X Men movies. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, True Blood. And then after that, she, I like I've seen her in like maybe one or two things, but yeah. I just figured she'd be good. And she's Canadian, by the way. Yes. That, that right. I actually really did not know for some reason. Hey, that's why she's in a movie with Canadian geese. They yeah. wouldn't have accepted her if she wasn't Canadian. <laughs> no. You know how mean those geese are. They're assholes. <laughs> Welcome to Canada, honk. <laughs> Here's a hockey stick. Here's a hockey stick. Here. Um, I'm trying to see if I can pull anything that she's been in recently. But, I mean, she's been in a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, yeah, like True Blood and X-Men are, like, the two big ones. But, yeah. The thing is, like, watching her in True Blood and seeing how, like, she got ripped for that role, too. She would have been a great rogue. It's just they didn't give it to her. But they didn't play her right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like you lost the accent halfway through the first X-Men movie. But they also, like, didn't give her her proper power set. And... No. She wasn't strong. She yeah. didn't... Yeah. Anyways, that's who's my Melissa. Who's yours? Um, I had May... Uh, Calamway. 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 Um, she was Moon Knight's love interest. Okay. Um, the character's name is escaping me. But Fine. she was one of up. the best parts of that show. <gasps> she was. You didn't like Oscar Isaacs? I, I did. She was one of the best parts of that show. I didn't say everything else in the show sucked. I don't know. felt <laughs> like you kind of said it. Um, seeing her become the scarab was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah, she was great. And Layla. It, Layla, thank you. And um, she's got me on my knees. <laughs> funny. Um, with that, like, I, I as, as I said before, I want this character to be way more into it mm-hmm. over the course of the over the course of the series i guess for me um so 
I, I needed needed somebody who was a little bit more involved than Jamie yeah. Gertz was. So yeah, then she I, was just a plot point in this like, movie, though. Yeah, true. And originally, like, but like seeing her in Moon Knight, it was just like, okay, I want to see more of this actress, <laughs> right? Her, her, and Ethan Hawke, I definitely want to see more of. Well, I, we are seeing plenty sp- Oscar Isaac. Spoil- He's in lots of stuff. spoilers for Moon Knight. You're not going to see any more Ethan Hawke. They kind of killed them. Because <laughs> none of the characters in that show came back from the dead. Nope. None of them. <laughs> they held a whole two-episode arc of them coming back from the dead. <laughs> so, anyway. Yep. Right. That was my my Melissa. Who good, is good your... Choice. I already had mine. Lawrence. Played by Jeremy Davis. Lawrence. Speaking of Ethan Hawke. <laughs> what? That's not Ethan Hawke playing uh, that guy. So, me and Danielle recently, 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 we, we, recently, we recently, we recently went and saw the new horror movie Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. and Jeremy Davis. Jeremy mm. Davis plays the father of the two young kids in that movie. Ethan Hawke obviously plays the murderer psychopath. Ethan Hawke is phenomenal. So is Jeremy. Um, but the kids 100% stole that movie. In this unbelievably dark and scary horror film, these mm-hmm. two young actors just stole the show of this movie. Um, but yeah, he was great as this unbelievably terrible, abusive father. Um, so that's where I've seen him recently. <laughs> You're great as an abusive well, father. But, but you know what I mean. I like, know what you mean. It's not... I, I would presume it's not easy to portray that. Oh, no. So when you, when you see people portray it really, really well... Mm-hmm. Um, he is also one of the most hated, hated characters in all of war movies. He is Upham from Saving Private Ryan. No? No, I'm saying he's an ass. Oh, okay. The just scene like, where no. he just won't come and help his friend? Yeah. So. Anyways. Is it me? It's my Lawrence? Yeah, it's your Lawrence. No, it's my Lawrence. Oh, it's your Lawrence. You're first. Um, I went with Noah Schnapp. No snap from Stranger Things. Really? Why? Because <laughs> I wanted a person who could play scared. I know, but it's because you've been using a lot of Stranger Things people. Because I, I know, I know what it's you a did. Thing right now. I know. But no, I I think he plays well, especially season four, really, really, really well. He is kind of scared the whole season and stuff like that, and like this this character kind of has an arc of being scared. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of he's obviously the new person to the team and. You know, this is maybe his first time doing this and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Who did you have? I had Danny Ramirez. Danny Ramirez. Why do I know that name? You, me and you saw him recently in a little movie called Top Gun Maverick. Uh, He played, um, I think it's Fanboy. Yes. Um, He was also the, his, his character's name was Joaquin Torres in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He was a soldier guy that was helping Falcon. Torres, yeah. Yeah. He's the one who becomes Falcon. Yes. At yeah. the end. The character becomes Falcon yeah. later in the comic books. Not so anyways. Yeah, that's fine. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, he played such a good job in, in Top Gun. Actually, like, they all did. Yeah, that movie um, was really well done. Yeah. If that movie had no right being as good as it was. <laughs> it was, yeah. No, I give, I give you that. It was. Um, but, yeah, like, I think he could probably play this off, like, this... I don't know if I'd have him as quite the newbie. I'm keeping that to Joey and Haynes. 
being them a little younger, where this guy's more just the like a standard set. Like this, this to me was just like the background character. Well, that's why I, that's why I yeah. think he's because like also like there it, it was more because of the scene from when like he doesn't know what to not hide in the car. Yeah, right. And like get out. And yeah, with the windows. Yeah, but so. like I'd still have that because I'd be like, this is a guy that's you know you can show it where it's not just the young people that's scared, but somebody that's a little older too that's just like makes one mistake on something right so yeah danny ramirez okay next next we have haynes played by wendell josepher josepher sorry wendell. sure um why you be mean to wendell what is she known for um here this one ed tv <laughs> Holy crap, she was known in The Last Action Hero? For can- as Candy Girl. Girl. And Intolerable. And there's a picture of her with uh, Mimi from Drew Carey. Really? Yeah, she's apparently in the episode of The Drew Carey Show. Oh, I miss The Drew Carey Show. I do too. That was a great TV show. Um, well, she was on a lot of things. She was in Roswell. Yeah. Alias. Like, she's in a bunch. The Pretender. The Drew Carey Show. Oh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. I liked that show. It's too bad I only got one season. Yeah, I don't really know her from a lot of things. Ah, she was on Melrose Place for a long time. Yeah. And Ellen. Okay, who was your um who was your hands? Uh Miss Stephanie Shu. Elizabeth Shu's daughter? No. It's sure actually H S U. Okay. But it's pronounced Shu. Yeah. I had to look it up. Um everything, everywhere, all at once. The daughter. Oh. She's great. She's great. <laughs> that movie is amazing. That movie is amazing. Yeah. She was great in that movie with the everything bagel. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah. She's also really good in The Marvelous Miss Maisel and stuff like yeah. that, too. So I've used her before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's I, really, really good. Yeah, I really like her. So I, I thought having her here and being this kind of like kind of the same, like, you know, they're, her and Joey, I'm assuming, are the couple. See, the thing is, like, for me, like... They could have been a couple. Alan and hmm. Rabbit could have been a couple. Like, well, that's fine too. Like, you can. No, no, but I'm just saying. Like, there, there was easily they, a couple they, of couples they, that they paired them up. Yeah, and that's why. So I wanted her and Joey to be young enough that they're like, either they're college students, or they're like just out of college, and this is what they became a part of. Like, hmm. so they're the young of the group. So that's why I went kind of younger on her. Okay. Yeah, Stephanie Shue. Yeah, I had to look it up because apparently it does say shoe and not his H-S-U is shoe. Mm-hmm. I apologize. We, we we say names wrong all the time anyway. Oh, so Speaking of saying names wrong. Oh, let's go. <laughs> um, Joe <I'm>... Smith. <laughs> Yo. Uh, Yo smart. <laughs> I picked uh, Claudia Dumit from The Boys. Um, Starlight? No. I don't know. Uh, uh, she is nope. Why did I think Victoria Newman, the um, lady who pops people's heads. Oh, okay. Um, who I was a little, uh, a little uh, unhappy to learn was born in 1992, because that just makes me feel so much older. <laughs> um, but she is great. Everyone is great on that show. Um, but I she is thought she's older, but you know what? <laughs> I'm what I mean. with you on this. Like. <laughs> like <laughs> but like that makes sense because like Jack Quaid's not that old either. No, and that's true. They they definitely made it so that they were like contemporaries in age. So yeah, 
Uh, but she is so good on that show. The fact that she can stand up to um, Homelander at all shows how, how ta- talented of an actor she is. Because Anthony Starr it's plays great. that part so well. So it'd be intimidating. Once again, it's another really well-acted show. Despite it just being glorified and violence and stuff. Like Sorry, it's really I also well. just realized she is also uh, uh, Farrah Kareem in the um, remake of Call of Duty Modern Warfare that came out in 2019. <laughs> that's a great character in that game. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I had to stop playing Modern Warfare Call of Duty games. Well, no, this is the, I, the single player. No, I don't care. I still, they, they just make me angry. I had to actually stop playing them. Anyway, yeah, I think she's also Australian. Didn't know that. But yeah, she's really, really good. So, yeah. All right. Next on our list Joey. Joey. Played by Joey. Oh, Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> um, he is played by Joey Slotnick. Um, what? No, no, keep going because when I get to mine, it's going to be funny. Okay. He is known for this movie, uh, Hollow Man, with um, um, Kevin Bacon. Yep. Blast from the Past, the movie we will eventually do. I like that one. Um, and Alias, the TV show. So, yeah. Hmm. Guess technically it'd be my go, wouldn't it? It is your go. Okay, who is my Joey? Oh, yes. I picked O'Shea Jackson Jr. Good job. I really, really liked him in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, everything I've seen him in previous to that, I've also liked him. Um, but, like... Again, a phenomenally acted show. Yeah. The, the fact, like, we see him as this kind of, like, I'm just trying to get these people to safety. But then by the end of that series, he is a spark of rebellion. And he is clearly going to be going off and starting what we know as the rebellion. Right, he's going to be the one, like one of the main people in this rebellion. Like, and I think that was such so well written and so well acted between him and and Ewan and um, Hayden Nanjiani. Like, the three of them have that. Like, they're very, very different characters, but they all kind of seem to have this this same goal, and they do it yeah. really, really well. And yeah, I think he's he's great. And I'd I'd love to see a show about him running one of those camps and just having like. Jedi come through like what Yoda what are you doing here no no we we knew Yoda he went straight from baby Yoda what are you doing here maybe Grogu <laughs> no one uses that name but like you know they I could know. have a this is a package coming through and no. it could be baby Yoda's carriage right anyway yeah mm-hmm. who did you have so I was laughing it? because I didn't realize that Joey played by Joey I chose a Joe. Okay. I went Joe Keery. Okay. Stranger Things. Speaking of Stranger Things, you're getting mad at me. Yeah, and I haven't even watched Stranger Things <laughs> season four. You really need to get to that. It's on my list. I'm finishing off a few things. I just finished off Miss Marvel, so. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I like Joe Keery. Um, I think he, he does a great job on, on Stranger Things, mm-hmm. at least the first three seasons. He does a great season job four. season four, too. Um, and again, he's at that he's at that point where he can play the young enough to be like just either straight out of college, so he is the young ones on okay. the group. So Yeah. But what are they gonna do about his hair blowing in the wind? He's got that that's gonna be magnificent. <laughs> it's just gonna be blowing in the wind. And he's just gonna be like, What's wrong? 
someone someone put him in the car. There's this there's a great scene in Stranger Things. I'm not going to ruin how it, how it happens, but where he is dirty and shirtless and shoeless and his hair is still just immaculate and you're like this is such an 80s thing to do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You don't mess with the hair, okay? Yeah. So. Okay. <sighs> Next. Next. Beltzer, who I think this was more of it was more of Beltzer and um, Haynes around each other more. Joey was kind of Joey and like the preacher were kind of off to themselves. I can never remember so. who's who to be honest. Sometimes, but yes, you're right. It is Beltzer, Beltzer and Haynes. Yes. So I may have mixed Whatever. this up, but doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. I can change it. Joey and Haynes are now <laughs> together as this couple, and Beltzer's a different so, character. Tom Field played Beltzer. This is who we're doing now. Uh, Tom Field is known for Little Children. Um, in the bedroom, eyes wide shut, and Ruby in Paradise. Not one of those movies. Those have first I seen. two things, he was actually the director. Oh, yeah. He has directed thirteen things. So. I'm just gonna say this out of stupidity of myself, but he was on Aqua Teen Hunger Force from 2002 to 2003 as Old Drippy. Okay. Somehow, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That would be the only other thing I'd probably know him from. Yeah, he was in Stranger Than Fiction. I love that movie. Mm. Not not the movie I thought it was. No. Different Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> yeah, no. I guess I'm up. You were up. Um, so, I, as I said, kind of, when I was doing the list, misread this a little bit, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so, Beltzer, I went for a little older, and I wanted kind of like the cool, cool guy on the team. So I went with my good friend, Song Kang, Mr. Han. And if he does not have a bag of chips on him at all times, okay, go. I picked Moses Ingram. Okay. I picked another Inquisitor. <laughs> so you picked an Inquisitor, and I picked an Inquisitor. <laughs> but I didn't pick him for the Inquisitor. I picked him because of his uh, also, Fast he, and Furious. He's, he's barely, you could barely recognize oh, him as I an know. Inquisitor. I yeah. For the longest time, didn't even realize that was Han till. But I, everyone who played those Inquisitors, who had speaking lines, mm-hmm. um, did great. such a good job. He did. He was great. Moses was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But yeah. I just. And again, I went more for like his character in Fast and Furious is just this cool collected, but he's always eating something. You know, he's like in his fifties. I know. It's, it's crazy <laughs> how good that man looks for being so old. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so that was our Beltzer. <laughs> that was our Beltzer. And Inquisitors. Like, again, like, even then, like, I just realized that I put two people from Kenobi next to each other. Didn't click in until right now when I have to read them out loud. Way so. to go. But I, I, I did that on purpose. I, like, I picked people from, like, no, serieses because I want this to be a series, right? Yeah. Um, they get a little bit bigger as it goes along, but, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Preacher? Preacher. There must be a story as to why he's known as Preacher. I'm assuming he used to be a preacher. <laughs> I think, I'm, like, I'm serious. Like, that was what I was assuming. Probably. So. Um, he is known for this movie, two Police Academy movies, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm, okay. I'm assuming since he's known for Police Academy 1 and Police Academy 4, he was probably also in the other two. Probably. Maybe two and three. He was also on an episode of True Blood. Yeah. 
So. And clock stoppers. And loser as cell phone guy. Okay. And blast from the past as young psycho. That's two things. That's oh, two. and Jack Frost as Dennis's dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Police Academy 3. Yeah. Uh, TJ Hooker. He was on TJ Hooker? Mm-hmm. Hooker? I said that really weird. You're up, by the way. You're first. I know. Okie madokie. I picked, um, I know he got a bad rap because he played a, such a good dick, but I picked Wyatt Russell for this. Um, I think this character needs to have a little bit more to do um, in the movie. I think, um, like, because they, they kind of start him off as this, like, voice of, like, reason and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after he gets his head hit, hit by a hubcap, he just kind of, like, disappears into the background. Um, so, like, I kind of want him to be more like, he's the, like, hey, this is the reason you can't go do this. We're going to go do it. Okay, but be careful. <laughs> this right. is this is my safety guy. Yeah. Like, this is the guy that's like, okay, is everyone wearing their high-vis vest? <laughs> We're the only ones out there. Who's yeah. going to hit us? Well, they, they even have that in this movie. It's like, yeah. wait, we just put it in the middle of the road. Aren't you worried about somebody hitting it? No one's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, this is... Yeah. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. Wyatt Russell was as as shitty of a character as U.S. Agent is. He played it so well. Yeah, but he was great as it. That's like, what I mean. Right? Like, right. he played the character yeah. good. So, Just yeah. Not my favorite Marvel show, but had such potential. Just didn't it like did. I didn't like the way they did it. Um, I went different. That's good. Um, because I just wanted him to be the safety guy and kind of, like, not the neurotic safety guy, but, like, be the guy that is, yeah, like, mm. you know. This is this is the probability you could get hit by the tornado and blah blah blah. Like, so anyways, I went with Adam Scott. Nice, because I think he plays that really well. And like Parks and Rec, when he was in, um, and just like he has that kind of like almost no nonsense humorish to he, him. He's so very talented. Like he <laughs> does things like Parks and Rec, which are super super funny, and then. Things like that Severance show on Apple TV, which everyone loves, which is very mm-hmm. like high concept sci-fi, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah. and just so talented. I think him being this guy that's like just—it's like why is he here? But he he is here as well. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing it, but he's like yeah, that he really. Had, oh oh, he does have a purpose. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, he got hit in the head by this flying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Next. Next. Alan. 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 (laughs) Sorry. Flashback to Jurassic Park 3. The the raptor on the plane. Alan. (laughs) You know what? Every time that movie comes on TV, I laugh at it. Such a bad Because it does not do well. Alan. Alan. Or um, Sean... Waylon is known for Twister, Never Been Kissed, Employee of the Month, and The People Under the Stairs. Mm. Yeah. He's <laughs> also in lots of other things. He has 140 acting credits to his name. He has been in so many things over the years. And he's also on TikTok, because I follow him. <laughs> so, not because of this. I've been following him for a while, but yeah. So... Yeah. I guess I'm up. You are up. 
Um, speaking of mov- or TV shows and such that I've been watching, so again, kind of went a little different, a little younger, um, and I went with Rish Shaw. Okay. Do you know where he's from? I think I may have said his name wrong, and I do apologize if I said um, his name. I'm going to guess Miss Marvel. Yes. He is Cameron. He is Cameron in Miss Marvel. <laughs> I guessed it because I'm pretty sure I was going to pick him for something, yeah, okay. but I didn't want to go that young. I know. It was a young choice, and again, I'm not making the same movie, so I figured yeah. this is the team. So I just started building people, and I yeah. wanted young people because young people are going to be attracted to storm chasing, which is why you have some of these old people too, mm-hmm. like Sung Kang, who's 50, <laughs> Adam Scott, this, who's up there too. Who's been doing this for a while. Like yep. They know what they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, and then with my rabbit and Dustin, it kind of balanced out well. So, yeah, yeah Rishaw. And he was really good in um, wow. Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, I really liked his, his kind of character bit, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Who'd you have? Who's your Alan? Okay, Is it so a raptor? This makes the movie ten times better. Yeah, it's a, it's a blue. Are we not going to talk about the talking raptor? It's blue. <laughs> um, so before I do that, I'm going to tell you about Alan Ruck, who plays, um, Rabbit. It's because I kind of picked a two to go together. Oh, you're putting Rabbit and Alan together? Yes. Okay. So not not as the same person. But no, I picked, no. I picked a group of I picked two actors who have played a part together and they're really really good together and I did that for a reason. So uh, for Alan I picked Anthony Rapp and for Rabbit I picked Wilson Cruz. Uh, they are a couple on Stargate, Stargate Star Trek Discovery, um, and they are they have such good chemistry. Um, that yeah so Cruz plays dr hugh kluber kluber that's a terrible terrible name um and then anthony rapp plays um paul stetmans um but yeah they are such a well done um couple Mm -hmm. that i kind of wanted to put them together in this and i've turned the roles because in the show anthony rapp is more of a main character Mm -hmm. um and then I so I switch them so that Cruz gets a little bit more of the spotlight on this because obviously Rabbit is a little bit more important than yeah. Alan to the story. But uh, yeah, I think chemistry like that you don't really want to mess with sometimes. Mm. And like I know it's a little weird, but mm, yeah, whatever. So yeah, I just I made that relationship a different. Like I again made it more of the senior with the newbie. Yeah, that's fine. Right? Shall we uh, talk about Alan Ruck? We'll talk about Alan Ruck because you already talked about your rabbit, and then I'll go give you my rabbit. Okay. So, what is Alan Ruck known for? <sighs> Ferris Bueller. That is correct. Uh, Spin City. That is not correct. Oh. We have recasted him before. Where? In <laughs> another John DuPont movie. Oh. Speed. He was in Speed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, he was. But yeah, Spin City, I remember him from that as well. See, that's that's um, weirdly where I primarily remember him. I know well, Ferris obviously, Bueller is... Obviously, that, like, that show was on for a long time. Well, I'm just trying to look it up to see how long he was on it. He was on... Well, he was only on an episode of Burn Notice. Um, but like Spin City, I just remember being an amazing show until... Spin City went from 96, same year this came out, to 2002. 
Wow. Like that's six years. Yeah. So, but it was such a good show. Yeah, it was. Until, um, uh, what's his name Fox. destroyed it? And then Charlie Sheen came in. That's it, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, but I think it was already kind of like petering out once Michael J. Fox left, right? Well, like, when Michael J. Fox had to leave. Yeah. Right. Okay. He, he did get a hundred and like there's 145 episodes, yeah. so they got syndication. So Michael J. Fox is still getting money for that show, which is nice. Which is weird because when was the last time you saw Spin City on anything? Mm. Like I. But we also don't live in America. But I we did for a while. I don't ever remember it being on yeah. TV. Like that's the weird thing. Like I don't recall seeing it much on the TV. Anyways, but Alan Ruck was great on that. He was great in this. He was great in Speed. No one was good in Star Trek Generations, except for the original. What hey, the heck? Copyright stuff. Come on, man. No, I apologize. My phone's just started playing <laughs> random things on its own. Um, Who is your rabbit? Rabbit. So, guy, a little neurotic about his maps folding and all that. I went with uh, Keegan Michael K. Key. Key. K. Keegan Michael Key. Key. <laughs> K. From Jordan. Um, Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Mad TV. Come on. Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Way better than Matt TV. <laughs> he is a funny guy. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think he can just do the whole, like, map thing. Just, I think he could deliver it hilariously. You can picture it in your head right now. Because what, what I'm picturing is that the 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 substitute teacher sketch where he is <laughs> getting the names slowly all losing his mind yeah. because all the people are telling him the wrong names and then he just loses it. <laughs> yeah. But that's exactly how I was picturing it. And I'm just like, if you give me another dumbass name, <laughs> is there, why are you folding the map? Is there, I got a crease. <laughs> is there an AA Ron? You mean Aaron? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He is a funny man, and yeah. I wanted this. And I think him with um, my Alan being like this, like kind of like nonchalant guy, would just it, you would have some good humor moments in it. Mm-hmm. So, Keegan Michael Key sounds good. Okay, who is next? Dustin. Dustin. Mr. Philip Seymour Hoffman. There she is. No, he's a guy. <laughs> you may uh, maybe guy. I don't know maybe. <laughs> okay, who? It's your go. Who did you pick? And we're not going to talk about Philip Seymour oh, Hoffman. Oh, I guess we could. What we is Philip Seymour Hoffman known oh, for? No, I'm giving up. You're giving up? Capote? Capote? Well, probably Capote. I, he's loading. Um, definitely Capote. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mission Impossible. One of them? <laughs> no, three. No. He was the bad guy in three. No, he's known for the Master. Nope. Um, Capote, because he won yeah, so much accolade to that movie. Uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. I've no. never heard of that. And Charlie Wilson's War. No. Both of, Two of those movies are in 2007. It's so weird that I don't know like any of those. I know. I know I've know. i heard them, but I never really I know three them. of them. I just don't know the Devil Before the Devil Knows You're mm. Dead. But his last two movies were The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, he is... That. He... Became this unbelievably talented actor in his later career. Um, he was always really, really good. He was really good in this, mm -hmm. but like these are the kinds of roles he played. Like he was also in a um, comedy with Ben Stiller. 
Yeah. Along came Polly, I think it was he was in with them. Yeah. Um, but like he was also in the Big Lebowski. Like he played a lot of little roles for a long time. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until uh, his later career in the early two thousands where he just kind of like took off, and we we're like, oh shit, this guy is like yeah. super talented and yeah. Oscar worthy and all that stuff. So he was good. And then yeah, it was just um. Addiction and stuff. He was an <sighs> alcoholic that was clean for years, and then one night decided to have an alcohol, a uh, uh, whiskey at a rap party for a movie, and how was it? Never got out of that hole again. No. So, anyways, that was depressing. But you know, I know, I know. He was forty-six, died in twenty fourteen. Like, mm. shit's sad. Like, so, who is your happy-go-lucky, Dustin, Dusty, um, Mr. Charlie Day? Pacific okay. Rim. I, I like Charlie Day, don't get me wrong, but he is a little bit too much. He can be too much. Squealy, squeaky wheel. Let's go with that <laughs> one to, for me sometimes. Like, he can definitely go too hard. Um, he was great in Pacific Rim. He went way too hard in Pacific Rim, too. Never watched the second one <laughs> because it wasn't Guillermo. No, it wasn't. And I was um, like, no, it's and, not. And, it, and it's like the same thing, like, I see clips, and I know Always Sunny in Philadelphia is, mm. like, one of the best sitcoms of all time and all that stuff. But, like, I see clips, and it's just too much for me. So I never watched it. I will agree with you. He can be too much, and right. I think this is, like, it was hard to choose him. But I think the borderline of it is if you can pull him back just enough, you can have him be that level of annoying, but then that level of, you know, he also knows what he's doing again. Mm-hmm. And he's part of this group, and he's, like, an actual member. Like, I think you need to pull it back slightly. He doesn't have to be that, like, upfront, in-your-face annoying, but yeah. he can be. I think that's why he needs to really be, like, the rock in the shoe of Melissa, right? Like, don't leave me with him, and then leave... But then she gets to understand him, yeah. right? And you have a little bit more of a laid backness to him than you've seen him in, like, yeah, Pacific Rim. He was high energy. Yeah. Um, always sunny in Philly. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philly, whatever. Yeah. He is high, high energy. Yeah. But I think if you but pull it like, back. There are times that worked. 100% mm-hmm. worked as the spaceman in Lego movie. That high. No, I'm serious. That no, high energy was perfect for that part. Yep. Right? Starships! <laughs> And it was funny every time it happened. Yeah. Right? So. so but, I, but I think you just yeah. pull it back slightly and you'd have a really good character. Okay. Who's your Dustin? Um, I picked, um, butchering names. I'm going to butcher the next two. Uh, next three. I'm going to butcher the next three. <laughs> I'm um, not. I picked Wanubi Masako. Uh, you will know her as uh, the guard from Loki. Um, the guard. Got a, a Hunter B fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I was like the guard. Yeah, the main the main guard of Loki, who like always toys with him, and she he toys with her back and stuff like that. But she's also so unbelievably good in Lovecraft Country. Um, and I want it to be more of the part from Lovecraft Country because obviously she plays this badass in mm-hmm. Loki, and she plays a badass in Lovecraft Country as well. But she's also, um a singer and like she's like that kind of like southern um not social 
Belle? No, 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 no. Like um, Southern culture. Oh, okay. Like, like she is like just kind of like breathe that that Southern black mm-hmm. culture in that in that show, and like I kind of want that from this character. Um, you know how how uh, Dusty plays music and stuff like yeah. that. Like, like I want it to be that, but I want it to be like old style blues and stuff like that because I really want these people to be like like kind of old timey in a way like they're still stuck in the 90s and no. stuff like that while everyone else is using these you know high tech things he's got and a stuff. yellow like, school bus or she's driving this yellow school bus yeah. blasting out yeah so yeah, and like i can see it yeah and again like i picked an actress who is i have not seen her do like a big energy mm-hmm. happy person role because of that fact like i as much as Charlie Day is a good choice, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to. Know, just, it's my know, choice. You don't have to agree it. with it. But like, I kind of like sometimes picking people to play opposite what they've done before. Of course, right? So that you can see them do more stuff and be like, "Hey, the can only... this person do yeah. this? One hundred percent, they can. They're they're a phenomenal actor." Um, sometimes fire. that does not work. I was going to bring up Amelia Clark completely doesn't work when you try and get her to play charming for some reason um, which is weird because she is so weird she looks charming and yep. she's charming in like interviews and stuff just can't yeah can't translate like, that's the, the only thing that i always find like because there are certain people i'm like you look good for the part but would you be able to pull it off right. some people 100 percent agree with you can totally pull off and it works other times you just go ew <laughs> right like it, it just yeah, it kind of feels weird. Like so. the one I always think of is Keanu Reeves went from airhead to badass. Yeah, and then when he went tried to go back, like Bill and Ted Three, not a great. It's never going to be a great movie. But we, as much but as it we was love, a good tribute movie, and as much as we love Keanu, Keanu is not. He did not do good is, in that movie. He is not an A plus actor. No, but he is a good solid B, and we love him for it. <laughs> But he went from airhead characters to yeah. badass speed. To bad. yeah. Bill and Ted to speed. Yeah. And Point Break and all point, that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, they. Yeah. Anyways, next on the list. Next on the list. Jonas. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be Jonas, wouldn't it? Hmm? So Jonas, played by one of the greatest Robin Hoods of all time. The greatest Robin Hood of all time. <laughs> Who else are you going to say? You gotta go with like you gotta pick one of the older ones sometimes. I don't care. Like I know I've never. I'm not gonna say it because I've never seen those movies. Well, there you go. So you can't say it. He is the greatest. I will tell you, he is the best Dread Pirate Roberts of all time. Yeah. (laughs) What is? He's also in Stranger Things. Yeah. What is Carrie Elwes known for? He is known for two funny things and two super serious things. Uh, well, he's got to be known for Robin Hood. He is known for Robin if Hood. If he's not known for Robin Hood, I'm going to shoot myself in the front. Robin Hood Men in Tights, he is known for, yes. We've also already brought it up. How can you, he not be known for The Princess Bride? Yeah. He is known for The Princess Bride. And you will not get one of them. He is also known for Kiss the Girls. No. He was the bad guy in that movie. Which I can see. Um, spoiler alert, I guess, because it's kind of a twist at the end. Um, and he's in Saw. Right, he was in the first one. Yeah, he was actually like in the seventh one too. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't care. But there's too many of them. I absolutely, I will fight to my dying breath that that first movie is a work of art. Yeah, 
I think that is one of the greatest horror films with one of the greatest twists of all time. If you sat in that theater and you're like, oh, I saw the twist coming, you are lying. <laughs> no one saw that coming. It was impossible. It was a dead body in the middle of the floor. There's no way you saw that coming. Um, so, yeah. Don't he, lie to yourself on our podcast. <laughs> he was great in that. He is great as Robin Hood Men Tights. And as obviously, Robin of Lockley. And obviously Wesley is yes. a classic part that he will always, always be known for. Um, oh. But yes, he was the mayor of Hawkins <laughs> in Stranger Things Season 2. Yeah. The lesser of the Stranger Things series. Still, he, he had a good, a good role there. Yeah. Was it two? What? No, it was three. Three. Sorry. Yeah, it, was, it was with the mall. Three was the good one. Three was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just rewatched all of them in two. Season two literally just gets mixed up with three in my brain. Because yeah. it's all set up for season three. Uh, which is fine. It's just, you know. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Who is my... Um, it's yours. <laughs> Jonas. Who <Miller>. is it? <laughs> Tell me. Okay. I'm going to mispronounce her name. Do it. Um... I went with Nehoish Hyatt. Hyatt. Um, I cannot remember the name of the character, but she was Miss Marvel's great-grandmother. Oh, um, Aisha. Aisha, thank you. I was like... Oh my god, I loved that episode. I was like, (laughs) the grandmother? And then I realized you were talking about, yes, the far, far back. She was so... Her... And whoever that guy's, um, their chemistry and how they looked at each other was mm. so spot on and so well done. Like, you 100% believed that these two characters fell in love in that 20 minutes you saw them on screen. Mm-hmm. And it was so, so well done. Um, and Jonas is this perfect, <laughs> bad pun, this perfect storm of charming jerk. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think this lady can do that and she's not an american actor she's nope. she's from that area of the world i do not know which country she's from so pakistan. I'm not gonna, is she okay i just was looking it up <laughs> she's from she is from pakistan so like she is a star over there in her own right and uh, she is one of pakistan's leading actresses yeah so i cannot wait i hope i hope that people from that show get more and more stuff because I cannot believe how well how well done those characters are on that show. Blew me away. Who did you have? I had this person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not Jonas, it's Jonas. <laughs> Who's coming out? Uh, for a Jonas? Is it a Skarsgård? It's a Skarsgård! <laughs> Bill. No. Uh, I went with Alexander. Alexander. And then I realized I have Alexander Skarsgård and Anna Paquin in a movie. Oh, yeah. And they don't really talk much to each other. Um, Yeah, I went because I was like, oh, he's a Jonas. I'm going to make him a Jonas. (laughs) And he's going to be played by Skarsgård. Is he going to be the Swedish? He has to. (laughs) I want him to do the accent. I want this to be like... You know, he doesn't have a Swedish accent. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Neither does his dad. I know. (laughs) All the Skarsgårds can be in this. They're all... It's the Skarsgård family doing... One of these days, we're going to cast the movie that has an actual family in it. Or it's about a family, and we're just going to cast the Skarsgårds. Should have done that for Sound of Music. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is my family. (laughs) What the hell? They're all old. (laughs) Doesn't matter. We're Skarsgårds. 
Um, the way they look, they'd be on the other side of that equation, too. <laughs> 100%, by the way. Not They're all me. blonde and blue-eyed and beautiful. <laughs> like... But yes, um, so I went with Alex Skarsgård, um, not Bill or any of the other ones. Um, mainly because, yeah, he's this tall, handsome-looking dude, mm-hmm. um, and I want him to just play a dick. I want him to play it really well, so... Um, and be in it for a game. Uh, apparently, from True Blood, it's a pretty good dick. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll ask Anna Paquin when we see her. <laughs> yeah. Just walking down the streets of Vancouver one day. <laughs> hey, Anna. Hey, you a fan? What's your <laughs> yeah. dick like? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty big. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Michael Bublé wants to know he's at Tim Hortons. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> Why is he on the street? He's always on the street. It's Michael Buble. Let's be honest. <laughs> Some point, if you're in Vancouver, you're probably going to run into him. Yeah, maybe. Or Seth Rogen. Well. Or hear his voice on the train. Yeah. Don't run. Don't ride the train that much, though. Neither do I. So. Anyway. Next. Next. Bill. The Extreme. Played by Bill. Bill Paxton. <laughs> they did that. Came over, man. They did that a couple of times in this movie. Bill. <laughs> well, no, like. Bill was Bill. Mm-hmm. Joey um, was Joe. Joey was, was Joey. Joey. Um, what was the other one? Um, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, but like, is this weird? Um, okay, so Bill Just, Paxton. What is Bill Paxton known for? Oh, don't do this to me. Okay, on. well, I got to say this one. We already talked about it because he is the main lead of this one. Correct. Better be known for aliens. Yes, and you're not going to get one of them, so I'll give it to you. Frailty. He's known for Frailty. Really, really, really well done horror film from 2001 um, where he plays this dad who teaches his kids to be that they're avenging angels, Mm, killing people to help the planet, and he plays such a good psychopath in that. And then the whole whole movie is... um, is like from um god damn it i'm looking at his face matthew mcconaughey mcconaughey's mm-hmm. like telling the story he plays one of the two sons in the movie and like it's all in flashback and you don't know until the very end of the movie that he's actually the bad he's actually the murdering son and not the other one um so it's a really good twist at the end of the movie but it's from 2001 so you should have watched it by now i didn't so well really well done movie and a movie that i have always wanted to recast because it makes me cry every time i watch this movie yeah edge of tomorrow uh no apollo 13 oh yeah yeah i absolutely love that movie we already did the right stuff we've already done enough about (laughs) space travel very different (laughs) and armageddon we've done enough of this um i think apollo 13 is one of the best films ever produced like what Rod Howard managed to do with Steven Spielberg's help and all that stuff and like filming in like 15 second 20 second bursts while they were actually weightless like mm-hmm. like it's just yeah remarkable piece of work that it is uh, I'm just looking up other Bill Paxton stuff like he was in a lot of stuff that he just like showed up he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yeah there's John Garrett Edge of Tomorrow which was an underrated film because he was it was doing that training day TV series when he unfortunately passed away. Passed away. Sixty one. Oh. Sixty one years. But like Bill Paxton's this guy that would show up and you'd be like, It's Bill Paxton. Yeah. Um, like Spy Kids three. Yeah. Um but yes, he is 
He's one of the people who's been like killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a oh, predator. Yeah. It was one of the he, him know, and um, Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, but and he was the first because Lance Hendrickson didn't get killed by a predator until Alien versus Predator. No. Yeah. I just remembered he was on the Twister ride. Was he? Did you ever remember that? No. It was like a ride at like oh, Universal. I want to say Universal or somewhere. I remember going on it one time, but it's like. You got to experience the force of a tornado, and it was just like, okay, cool. But he was like the guy. Universal Studios. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I guess I'm up. You are up. Um, yeah, I have a lot of people that are from the, either the same movies or you know same shows. Um, for my bill, Mr. Extreme, Mr. Uh, Miles Teller. To Top Gun. Back, back to Top Gun. Yeah. Because he played Top Gun so well, um, he did. He he is another. He's a phenomenal actor, very very just, good actor who doesn't get enough roles because a lot of the roles that he picked earlier in his career were uh, pretty big duds. Yeah. The Divergent, uh, yeah. the remake of Footloose. I never saw that. <laughs> yeah, he did um, not choose well, but uh, what's it called? Um, Fan Fortastic. Fan Fortastic. Thank you. He um he. You know, but Whiplash yeah, is Whiplash. a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Well, in Top Gun, he does then, a good job of yeah, rooster. Pull, pulling his inner goose out. That sounds dirty. Well, better than calling him Rooster. It's his name. Yep. It's his call sign. He's Rooster. I know. Anyway. Miles Teller is great, and I, I needed somebody that could play the excitedness. Mm-hmm. And I think... He he could do this well. Like he needs to be straightforward and thinking, which is why I went with Miles Teller because he can play this. Like, I mean, he wasn't a great Reed Richards, but he still played a pretty well good intellectual. Thing is, right? he could have played a better Reed Richards. Could have that movie could have been better. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but then I when they get excited, like I really want him to be able to get like that super excitedness about a tornado, mm-hmm. right? Like a thrill seeker. So yeah, Miles Teller. Okay, sounds good. Who's yours? I picked Yahya Abdul Mateen, the second. You will know him as the new Morpheus in the Matrix uh, Resurrections. Okay, yeah. uh, he is also Anthony McCoy in the new Candyman. He is um, a character in Watchmen that I'm not going to give away if you have not seen that show. Um, spoilers? <laughs> got of spoilers. He plays Cal, um, yeah. but yeah. He um, he is also in Manta in the Aquaman movie, and he's going to be in the new Aquaman movie. He is phenomenal. He is charming. He is in this new movie by Michael Bay called Ambulance. Him mm-hmm. and Jake Gyllenhaal have this perfect amount of brotherly chemistry that is really, really well done for a shitty Michael Bay action film, um, and it has no right being in that movie. Um I want to blow something up. We're gonna blow something up. Want to do a slow spin around me? You do a slow spin around me. This shit just got real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, he is he is amazing. I still haven't seen the Matrix Resurrections, Um, mostly because people have mixed reviews, mixed feelings about it, and I don't know if Danielle wants to watch it, so I just don't watch it. Like, so it's 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 we're not gonna talk about it. It's not as good as the original, but it, it does it does totally just oh you mean that movie from 1999 that changed how movies got filmed yeah oh you know <laughs> but it it's very self-referential 
So, like, you know it wasn't going to be like that. What? What? Nothing. I just did something really stupid. He did something really stupid, people. <sighs> We're going to talk about it. What'd you do that's really stupid? Well, you got to... It's, it's my go for next one, too. Yeah, you got to do Joe first. Okay, so... You went with Trinity. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That's a... What'd you do? Okay. So, Helen Hunt. Let's talk about her first. Helen Hunt. Mad about you. Mad about you. Come on. How's she not known for that? <laughs> she is not known for... Oh, no, she totally is. Oh, I was going to be Sorry, like... The if pic- she's not The picture known- is like an old... Like from like either a... a wait, 1992 to 2019? No way. They didn't do that. They must have done a, like a reunion because this picture is like old Paul Reiser. Um, she's also known for As Good As It Gets, a great Jack Nicholson movie. And then Castaway, I didn't know she was in that. Yeah, she was the white... No. Tom Hanks' wife? Was she Tom Hanks' wife or was she the guy that Tom Hanks delivers... Or the girl that was Tom Hanks delivers at the end? No idea. But... Um... Um, sorry, I was looking up Mad About You to see why it's in 2019. They did do... Yeah, so they had Happy a... Happy birthday, Bon Voyage, goodbye for now in 2019. Yeah, season... They had a season eight in 2019. Huh. It had Weird. 12, 12 episodes. I kind of want to see that. I watched that show. I uh, really liked that show. I Her and Paul show. Reiser are great together. And he's kind of having another renaissance with Stranger Things and uh, The Boys. Yeah. So... I liked him on The Boys. He was great on The Boys. So who is your Joe? <laughs> okay, why so... Is, why are you stupid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Played a part in a Black Mirror episode called Striking Vipers. Ooh. That was him and Anthony Mackie, mm-hmm. who were playing um, Vipers. a fighting game together called Striking Vipers. And it becomes a VR fighting game, and they play it in VR, and they end up, the two characters in the fighting game end up having sex, and they're like weird about it because they're two old friends. Like the characters have the sex? The characters in the fighting game. Or they have sex. The two characters in the game okay. end up having sex with each other. Weird. Carry on. So one of the characters is paid by Palm Clementif, who I picked for this part because <laughs> I did not think about this. Because <laughs> it's it, fine. Just in one episode of thing, but it's a Black Mirror has great episodes, and mm-hmm. this this move this episode completely goes down the rabbit hole of VR pornography and what it could be um, in this strange. Future Pretty world. sure it's already no clothed. no no like because like... they. They feel it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not just like... So it's not just like the headset. It's more like uh, Sword Art Online. Like they feel it in the uh, body type of stuff. Yeah, it's nerve not just gear. a headset thing. Yeah. We're working on nerve so. gear. Let's get there. But yeah, he... Uh, Welcome she, to she's Sword great. Art Online. She's, Here's the porn section. <laughs> <laughs> she is really, really good in Guardians. I like Mantis. I think she's completely underutilized. I um, liked her in, when she popped up in Thor. Yeah. She had the weird um, like head thing I going on. I can't wait to see her in Bullet Train. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think I think she's a good actress. I I'm kind of basing this more on like interviews I've seen with her, because obviously Mantis is a very very specific type of character. But again, she um, played one character, and you're yeah. giving her the opportunity to play something. But else. I'm just saying because like that's what I've seen her in, mm. right? So like it's a very specific character that she's played. Um, I so yeah, I give you that. God damn it! Uh, I was gonna say I um I think I went safe on this one. Well, safer. Oh, she's in the Mission Impossible movie too. Which one? The new one coming out, Dead mm-hmm. Reckoning. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, my Joe. Um, yeah, I went with Tessa Thompson. Speaking Feel of it. Thor. Speaking of Thor, um, 
because of the way she plays it, right? Kind of just doing her own thing, ignores what other people say, and, you know, just kind of living her own life and doing this. So that's it just she's everything great. I see her in, she's great. Yeah. Um, even if it's not great, she's great. I was watching an interview with her and Natalie Portman, and, like, I'm like, oh, they've, you know, they're obviously mm-hmm. got a friendship playing in this movie together. And then she mentioned Annihilation, the movie the sci-fi movie that Natalie Portman was in. I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Tess Thompson was also in that movie. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a... Weird movie. That is such a high sci-fi movie. Like, it has one of those endings that makes you go, okay, did this just happen or did this just happen? <laughs> like, was this real? Yeah. Was this VR sex? I can't <laughs> remember. You don't watch Black Mirror, do you? Uh, no. Maybe I should. Yeah. Uh, but Tessa Thompson is great. She is. Um, and the energy she could bring to Joe, I think she'd do an amazing job at it. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah. we got to end this. This is already getting to 140. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what happens when we have 13 people to go through. This is a big cast. Uh-oh. Anyway, next week's cast is nowhere near as big. <laughs> no. So. All right. Well, quickly, where can they find us? You can find us on all your podcast things on... Um, iTunes, Facebook, Spotify, yeah. on Facebook, Google. you can find us at Recasted Podcast, on Twitter at Recasted Pod. Uh, Chris, where can they find you? You can find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store, as well as on Instagram under the same title. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you, you know can what find Danielle at Fiona Beer on Instagram. Go check her out. And then, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Soccer. All right. Let's spin it around, blow it away. And say, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch the better of the Volcano movies, Dante's Peak.